thanks for joining me on this Cleveland baseball morning. The final from Target Field in Minnesota. Indians 2, Twins nothing. The Indians take the first game of a four-game set. I'm Davey Barris, lifelong Cleveland baseball fan. I want to talk about the actual game on the field, the thing I enjoy, watching baseball being played. And the story for this game last night is pretty simple. It's all about Shane Bieber and the Indians pitching. Bieber goes eight innings, three hits, no earned runs, no walks, 13 strikeouts. He ties a major league record for strikeouts within the first two starts of the season. He ties the Dodgers' Carl Spooner in 1954 with 27 accumulated strikeouts over his first two starts. And... It was ace level. It was absolutely ace level. For the Indians, the uh, scoring came from Francisco Lindor. He hit a two-run home run in the third inning with Jose Ramirez on base. And to be honest, that was it. That's the story of the game. One two-run home run, and then Shane Bieber, and then Karinchek coming in in the ninth inning and pitching lights out. Now, how did Bieber do it? Number one, yes, his stuff was electric, right? His breaking ball was snapping. His fastball was crisp at 94 miles per hour. But how was he doing it? How was he striking out these guys with such efficiency? Pay attention behind the plate. Pay attention to where Sandy Leone is setting up. The way he was doing it was by hitting his targets. When Leone called for a fastball on the outside corner, down, that's exactly where that fastball landed. When he called for a breaking ball down and away, that's exactly where that breaking ball landed. When he called for a fastball up, that's where that fastball landed. He was absolutely painting that strike zone last night. That ball went exactly where him and his catcher wanted it to go. And that's how you strike guys out. He was using the the breaking ball, I believe it's his slider, really effectively to get the first sets of strikeouts. And then in late innings, in the eighth inning, he started pumping in that fastball. And at that point, they were so off balance, there was nothing they were going to do. There was no way they were going to catch up to that fastball when they had been burned by that breaking ball all night long. So he got Miguel Sano with a high fastball. He got Donaldson a couple of times with his breaking ball. The one time he missed is a breaking ball to Donald that he Leon called for it outside. It came inside, but Donaldson was still frozen and got called out on strikes. Was not happy about it, but that was the one time that he missed his target and he still got a strikeout. That's how electric his stuff was last night. So we talked about, you know, yesterday, the Indians' identity. What are teams going to fear when they face the Cleveland Indians? I think they're going to fear Shane Bieber. I mean, I think if he keeps going like this, right, he has to be in the conversation for potential Cy Young candidates. And we talked about it before the season started. You know, everyone was talking about Mike Clevenger being on that list. I told you, put Shane Bieber on that list. And now he's definitely on that list. We'll have to check around the rest of the American League, but I can't imagine that list is very long right now. Maybe Garrett Cole with the Yankees, with Verlander out, and... uh I haven't heard about anybody else really jumping off to start the season. So maybe it's Garrett Cole and Shane Bieber right now looking at who could be the Cy Young for this crazy short season. While we're looking at the pitching, as Shane Bieber was getting high fives in the dugout in the top of the ninth inning, I was thinking, okay, his night's done. 
He did throw 102 pitches. So, yeah, his night was done. And I'm thinking, all right, who's coming out for this ninth inning? Brad Hand had it yesterday. We saw what happened. He threw a lot of pitches. Who is coming out for this ninth inning? And here comes James Karinchek. And he brought the full routine, the energy, the talking to himself, the talking to the ball. He was fired up and was incredibly effective. He got this save in six pitches. All six were strikes. He gets a strikeout, and then he gets two pop-ups to end the game. It was a perfectly clean save. It's exactly what you want in the ninth inning, especially against a team like Minnesota, who you know can hit home runs and change a game quickly. So Karen Cech gets the save, and all of Cleveland media is leaning this way. Everybody on Twitter is leaning this way. I'm pretty sure the fans and the media are convinced that Karen Cech is the new closer. I don't know about Terry Francona yet, but as far as the fans are concerned, we want to see Karen Cech come out in the ninth inning, not Brad Hand right now. And then it's not to say that Brad Hand doesn't have a role on this team. He definitely has a role. He still can be a very effective left-handed pitcher. But until he gets his confidence back and until he figures out what's going on with his fastball velocity, with his slider velocity, and struggling to hit his targets, he, he really needs time to work out some things. So we will see going forward, right? Uh, he only threw six pitches, so there's no reason if there's a safe situation tomorrow night, he can't go right back to Karinchek. So we will see what happens there. The rest of the, the box score for the Indians, it's, it's not terrible. I mean, uh, the Twins didn't do a terrible job pitching. Like I said, the only run scored was that two-run home run. So Berrios actually pitched fair. He had five innings pitched, three hits, two earned runs, two walks, and six strikeouts. Uh, the relievers that came in after him, Little and Thorpe, both gave up two hits in their two innings. Uh, three walks for Little. So the Indians were getting on base uh, for the Indians. Uh, Reyes is the only one with a multi-hit game. He had two singles. Lindor was the only extra base hit. Jose Ramirez walked twice plus his hit, so he was on base three times. That's great to see. Carlos Santana, you know, is going to get on base. He had a walk and a hit. Zimmer had a hit, and Sandy Leone had a hit. However... There were some opportunities here for the Indians, and I'm specifically going to pick on the sixth inning. So Carlos Santana flies out to start the inning, but then Fermil Reyes singles. Bradley Zimmer reaches on a ground ball to first base, and uh, it was a weird play. Sano came across to his right, didn't know what to do with it, tried flipping it, and everybody got to advance an extra base. So now we got runners on second and third. One out, and we have a chance, like we always say, to break this thing open, right? To put those, even to put in one more run on an insurance run would have been huge right there. Domingo Santana walks. Okay, you know, I, I can't blame him too much for a walk, even though we really need him to be an RBI guy in that spot. And then Sandy Leon comes up and grounds into a double play, back to the pitcher to home, and then home to first base. And it's like, ah, God, guys. I know it's great that Lindor hit a home run, but an insurance run there really would have felt good, I'm sure, for Shane Bieber. Uh, there, there was one more chance. There were a couple more chances with guys on base late in the game. Jordan Luplo then come in the eighth inning. He pinched hit for Bradley Zimmer with Jordan Luplo, and I was surprised. I looked away for a second, and when I saw Luplo come in, I assumed it was for Domingo Santana. I don't like pinch hitting for Bradley Zimmer in that situation. Number one, you're taking out a great defensive outfielder in a, in a tight game where you need that defense out there. 
He had already pinch run for Domingo Santana, so uh, Greg Allen was in the game for him. And I I want to see Bradley Zimmer be an everyday player. I don't want to see Bradley Zimmer be a platoon player, or at least given a chance, right? He rebuilt his swing, and you're giving some other guys chances and to prove themselves in situations. And I thought that was a situation where you could have let Bradley Zimmer try to prove himself. And what does Jordan Lupolo do? Grounds into a double play. So... It didn't work. And so we'll see. We'll see if he gives Bradley Zimmer those chances moving forward because I'd like to see that. Uh, there wasn't many crazy defensive highlights from the game. I got to give the best defensive highlight probably goes to Byron Buxton, who tracked down a ball in right center field and he laid out for it. And it almost looks like one of those situations where like he decided to lay out for it before he really had it lined up. He almost didn't. He almost overran the ball by laying out for it. It was a very weird basket catch and then belly flop. So uh, not the smoothest, but definitely probably the best defensive play on the day. All right, my MVP of the day. And by the way, completely forgot to do MVP of the day yesterday. And I got so distracted by Brad Hand and that 4 nothing loss Plesak was definitely the MVP of the day yesterday. He went eight innings, three hits, no one runs, no walks, and 11 strikeouts. So for yesterday against the White Sox, Plesak is definitely the MVP of the day. And today, you know who it is. It's Shane Bieber. He follows up Plesak's performance with eight innings of his own, three hits, no one runs, no walks, and 13 strikeouts. Like we said, he's setting records for starts, for strikeouts. Shane Bieber is definitely the MVP for a day. And we call it MVP for a day because we come right back tomorrow and play it again. We got Clevenger going for the Indians, and we've got Dobnak going for the Twins. He uh, he was a rookie last year, and uh, he's had one start so far this year. So not a lot to go on here, but he seems to be doing pretty good in his short career. And you will recognize him as the guy who wears white glasses. So when you see him out there, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. So it's going to be an interesting matchup. We'll see how the Indians do against a pitcher that they may not have that deep of a book on yet. And Clevenger gets to get out there and get some revenge for that extra innings loss that the Indians took early in the season against Kansas City. So stay tuned for that because I have a feeling after watching Shane Bieber set records, I have a feeling Clevenger is going to come out here and want to strike out a lot of Minnesota Twins. That's all my thoughts. Thanks for joining me on this Cleveland baseball morning. Again, the final from Minnesota. It's the Indians 2, the Twins nothing. We'll be back tomorrow for that Clevenger game. You can follow me on Twitter at Davey Barris. Let me know your thoughts on the game, and we'll discuss them on the show. Also, I'm hosting this podcast on Anchor. So if you go to anchor.fm forward slash Cleveland Baseball Mornings, you can leave a voicemail for the show, and we'll play them back on the air, respond to your thoughts, and we'll have a fun conversation amongst the fans about baseball. So thanks again for joining me on this Cleveland Baseball Morning. Morning.